Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. We're going to be looking at the readings from Sunday, and this is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1-6. through 6. Concerning times and seasons, you have no need for anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord, when Jesus comes in glory will come like a thief at night. That means that while people are sleeping, they are not ready to accept the coming of the Lord. When people are saying peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them, like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in the darkness. You are in the day. You're in that day to, for that day to overtake you like a thief. For all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay awake and be alert and sober. I tell you, Jesus is coming. We know neither the day nor the hour. And I pray that when he comes, he'll find us at work bringing the gospel to people, praying for the sick to be healed. I pray that when he comes in glory, he will see us living the gospel message, preaching the kingdom of God, and doing the things that he said, greater things than these shall you do because I go to the Father and I'm going to be glorified. The Gospel from Matthew 25. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man was going on a journey, called in his servants, and he entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, that's money, to another two, and to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away, and immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two talents made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of his, those servants came back and settled accounts with him. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters. This is interesting. Money to God is small matters. What we do with our money really makes the difference. Small matters has to do with money. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. That's people. People. Oh yes, if we are faithful with money in giving what we need to give to the Lord, then he will send us people, and the people will be blessed by us. 
Small matters has to do with money. Great matters has to do with people. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, money, I will give you great responsibilities, people. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, there it is, out of fear, we do not act when we are afraid. We wait for the peace of God. We do not act while we are afraid. I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gathered where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that when I came back I have interest on my return? Now then take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given and will grow rich. But the one who has not, even what he has, will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. We need to hear this because talents equal money, and that small matters to God. What we do with our money really matters. Tithing is what God demands. But you know what? People don't want to do that. I told the story yesterday of Mr. Laubacher. He had ten children and couldn't do all of his bills. He was working with a man who was not Catholic, and the man said to him, you have to start tithing. Mr. Laubacher said, what do you mean by tithing? Give one-tenth of what you make to the poor, to the church. Mr. Laubacher said, I can't make things... Uh, I can't make the uh, the bills... I can't pay the bills now. How am I going to give 10% away? He said, do it and see what God says. And he started to do it, and he got work, extra work, and extra money came in. And you know what? God promises us that if he says, try me, the only time he says, try me, uh, is about tithing. Try me uh, and tithe and see I will open the windows of heaven and you will be filled with what I have for you. It's very important. People don't do their tithing. They, they, they put a dollar in the box. But you see, a dollar means nothing. Money is very important to God. What we do with it is what, what is important. The whole point of the matter is money is a small thing. If we are faithful with money and giving enough away, he will give us people. He gave me you. Isn't that wonderful? He gave me you. You're my brother. You're my sister. You listen to me every day. 
You get blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because of the money that I give, He gave me you. He gave me people. He gave me wonderful people. I'm reading the seventh chapter of St. John. After this, Jesus went about in Galilee. He did not wish to go about in Judea. because the Jews were looking for an opportunity to kill him. Now the Jewish festival of booths was near, so the brothers said to Jesus, Leave here and go to Judea, so that your disciples also may see the works you are performing. For no one who wants to be widely known acts in secret. Jesus did not want to be widely known. People followed him. Why? Because they wanted to hear the word of God. And they wanted to be healed. Jesus did not look for it. They found him. And he did the will of God. You see, Jesus wasn't trying to make a name for himself. He was trying to make a name for the Father. It had nothing to do with making a name for himself. Jesus always was doing what the Father showed him what to do. Jesus walked and worked by revelation. For no one wants to be widely known, acts in secret. If you do these things, show yourself to the world, for even his brothers did not believe him. Jesus said to them, My time has not yet come. What does that mean? The cross. But your time is always here. The world cannot hate you but it hates me because I testify against it that its works are evil. Go to the festival yourselves. I am not going to this festival, for my time has not yet fully come. After saying this, he remained in Galilee. And the scripture says, But after his brothers had gone to the festival, then he also went, not publicly, but as it were in secret, the Jews were looking for him at the festival and saying, Where is he? This is the festival of booths, when the Jewish people made booths to live in during this week, recounting what had happened in the desert. Where is he? Where is he? And there was considerable complaining about Jesus among the crowds, while some were saying, he is a good man. Others were saying, no, he is deceiving the crowd. You see, the Pharisees started to tell people, this man is a deceiver. Oh, yes. It's very important that we preach the word of God and not what we think. Yet no one would speak openly about him for fear of the Jews. About the middle of the festival, Jesus went up into the temple and began to teach. The Jews were astonished, saying, How does this man have such learning? Who did he learn from? He learned from the Father. You see, he was not someone who went to some rabbi school. He watched what the Father was doing, and he did 
what the father did. So interesting. How does this man have such learning when he has never been taught, never went to seminary? Then Jesus answered them, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. Who sent him? The Heavenly Father. Anyone who resolves to do the will of God will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own. He spoke wisdom. He spoke wisdom. He learned it from the Father. Oh yes, Jesus spoke and healed by revelation. He did only what he saw the Father doing. Those who speak on their own seek their own glory. Jesus did not seek his own glory. He sought the glory of the Father. But the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him, that's the Father, is true. And there is nothing false in him. Did not Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why are you looking for an opportunity to kill me? They don't keep the law because Moses promised Messiah. And here he is in front of them. Now they're speaking evil against him. The crowd answered, You have a demon. Who is trying to kill you? Jesus answered them, I performed one work. He healed the man at Bethesda. And all of you are astonished. Moses gave you circumcision. It is, of course, not from Moses, but from the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath in order that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me because I healed a man and made him whole on the Sabbath? Do not judge by appearances, yet judge what is right judgment. That's Jesus. He doesn't judge by appearances. We remember when uh, God wanted to pick up uh, the right king and uh, the prophet saw the handsome boys and said, this is he. And the Lord said, I do not choose people by appearance. I look at the heart. Do you know that the Lord looks at your heart today? Do you know that he loves you today? Do you know that he cares about you today? Do you know that he wants to give you shalom, peace? Not only peace, but prosperity, peace, everything that's good. Let's continue. Now some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, Is not this man whom they are trying to kill? And he was speaking openly, but they said nothing of him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Messiah? Yet we know where this man comes from. comes from Galilee. But when the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus cried out as he was teaching in the temple, You know me and you know where I come from? I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true, the Father. And you do not know him. Not to know Jesus is not to know the Father, because the Father draws people to Jesus. I know him, because I am from him, and he sent me. Oh, yes. 
God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him might not perish but have eternal life then they tried to arrest him but no one laid hands on him because his hour had not yet come what hour? the hour of crucifixion yet many in the crowd believed in him and were saying when the Messiah comes will he do more signs than this man has done? the Pharisees heard the crowd muttering such things about Jesus and the chief priests and Pharisees sent temple police to arrest Jesus Jesus then said I will be with you a little while longer and then I am going to him who sent me going to the Father in heaven you will search for me but you will not find me and where I am you cannot come the Jews said to one another where does this man intend to go that we will not find him does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks what does he mean by saying you will search for me and you will not find me he's going to heaven and where I am you cannot come on the last day of the festival it was the great day while Jesus was standing there he cried out let the man or woman who thirsts come to me and let the one who believes in me drink as the scripture has said out of the believers hearts shall flow rivers of living water do you believe do you believe have you come to believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord are you thirsty for him are you hungry for more out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water now he said this about the spirit which believers in him were to receive for as yet there was no spirit because Jesus was not yet glorified on the cross when they heard these words some of the crowd said this is really the prophet others said he is the Messiah this is interesting because again the Pharisees don't believe in him the Sadducees don't believe in him but some asked surely the Messiah does not come from Galilee does he they have no idea that he was born in Bethlehem has not the scripture said that Messiah is going to be a descendant of David and comes from Bethlehem we saw that he came from Bethlehem we saw him who was born in Bethlehem in a manger and then Joseph found a house for them in Bethlehem then they moved up to the Galilee region the village where David lived in other words that the Messiah was going to come from Bethlehem so there was a division in the crowd because of Jesus some of them wanted to arrest them but no one laid hands on Jesus then the temple police went back to the chief priests and Pharisees who asked them why did you not arrest him the police answered never has anyone spoken like this when the Pharisees replied surely you have not been deceived too have you has any one of the authorities of the Pharisees believed in him but the crowd which does not know the law 
they are accursed but Nicodemus who had come to Jesus before and who was one of them asked our law does not judge people without first giving them a hearing to find out where they are doing and what they are doing they replied surely you are not also from Galilee are you search the scriptures and you will see that no prophet is to arise from Galilee again they had no idea and you know what most people have no idea today about Jesus most people today have absolutely no idea about Jesus and about his power and about his glory and about his presence but you know what that presence is available to us the presence of heaven Jesus said let the man who thirsts come to me and drink for out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water then the scripture says then each of them went home they all went to their own homes while Jesus went to the Mount of Olives what do you think he did in the Mount of Olives he went to pray early in the morning he came again to the temple all the people came to him and sat down and he began to teach them the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and making her stand there before them all oh my gosh she must have been so so embarrassed they said to him teacher the woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery now in the law of Moses it commanded us to stone such women now what do you say they said this to test Jesus so that they might have some charge to bring against him and Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground when they kept on questioning him he straightened up and said to them let the person among you who is without sin cast the first stone and once again he bent down and wrote on the ground notice he's not looking at the woman let the man without sin cast the first stone well I tell you they all started to leave from the elder eldest to the youngest when they heard this they went away one by one beginning with the elders and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him now Jesus looks at the woman Jesus straightened up and said to her woman where are they has no one condemned you she says no one sir and Jesus said neither do I condemn you go your way and from now on do not sin again Jesus forgives the woman but he tells the woman not to sin again the Pharisees wanted Jesus to say let her go because he was a kind man but Jesus has the wisdom of God let the person without sin cast the first stone and they all left they all left starting with the eldest I tell you John's gospel is so powerful it is so powerful God speaks to us through the evangelist John that Jesus came from heaven and was going back to heaven that Jesus is 
the only one that sees what the Father is doing and he does exactly what the Father is doing. The Father heals, so Jesus heals. The Father teaches, so Jesus teaches. The Father delivers, so Jesus delivers people. Jesus only did what the Father taught him to do. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We need to pay October bills. We're going to have November bills soon. So please help us. Go to inseason.net and leave something on PayPal. Or you can write Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. O Sacrament Most Holy, O Sacrament Divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. God bless you.